Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I am AJ Sherman. I am Frank Marsilio. And we are here for a uh, brand new movie discussion uh, to talk about Spider-Man Far From Home, the uh, next phase, the end of phase three significantly. Uh, I think it's it, the beginning of phase four. Uh, we'll, we're getting into it. Debatable. Uh, uh, here we are. So um, I guess we'll do, uh, we saw this movie the, the other day together at the IMAX at Lincoln Center. Um, Frank, uh, do you, I mean, I mean, it's so much better to see a movie in this theater. Do you oh, agree? God. It's, it's just so, it's so fantastic. Um, and like you were, you were mentioning the, the IMAX countdown thing. I think this, we didn't see it in 3d, which I think is fine, but just the scope and the scale seeing it in IMAX, is just so good. These MCU movies, Spider-Man, like it's, it's huge. Like I love it. It's great. Yes, and, I, and, I totally and there were a lot of there was I think a lot of people there, right? I mean, it I, was I didn't a, see behind. It was us, the but. middle of the day, but there, you know, uh, <laughs> it was yes, it was in the middle of the day, but there wasn't people sitting on the wings. It wasn't a totally packed or sold out theater. Right, right. Um, so, what I think about, I don't know. I've been going to this movie theater for a long time. It's great. You should go if you want to see these movies in the best hugest format possible christopher nolan when he comes to new york to premiere his movies this is where he does it at the big lincoln center imax there's a reason go anyway so uh yeah do you want to do quick non uh, non-spoiler reactions my yeah friend? yeah well and so like it's it's sunday so it, we've had the benefit of the weekend and some time to kind of think through some stuff um and uh it also has had the benefit of you know, not just a three-day weekend, but, you know, the additional days. And so it, it actually made some decent money. Um, I think the weekend proper was, like, $93 million, but, like, double that for the full Week. run so far. And, that, and that's pretty good. Like, I know we were talking about it when you, when we came out of the movie, and we are like, I don't know if it's going to – it may be the, le- the least amount of money for a Spider-Man movie, but it's not. It's, like, kind of in the middle of the road, um, which that's is good. fine. It's good. Um, I think people are interested. I think it'll, it'll probably, it'll probably hold strong for like another week or two, and whenever Lion King comes out, they'll, they'll it's get done. It down. It's done. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think this was a really fun movie. Um, it 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 is definitely different and a, a readjustment uh, after Endgame, <laughs> which like that was like the biggest thing possible, and this is like. It's a smaller story, but like also, you know, in big places, um, and like it's cool to to get back down to Earth, literally, and like with some of your uh, lower level heroes. Like Sp- Spider Man is like, you know, somebody that we've been we've been watching on the big screen for like twenty years, and it's it's really I I don't know I, I think this was a really refreshing take and. Uh, I'm excited to see where they're going to go with him next. How do you feel about this movie? I, <clears throat> I, I liked this movie going in and, and while we were watching it, I was like entertained and I thought it was cool. Um, after thinking about it and watching some of the things online, I, I don't know if I like it as much anymore. I think maybe I want to would, I would maybe go see it again to, to think about it and see if I love it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, it had like things that I love that like, you know, I, I, I think are cool, but I also think it took a lot of this. Um, 
I don't know. I just think it, it wasn't as a... Uh, it's just fine. It's just fine. Like, it's not, like, special, you know? Like, this movie is just another Spider-Man. And, like, it's good. Yeah. Um, like, it's fun. Um, you know, I, Mysterio is cool. Like, I think he's fun, and, like, they really did... I think he's a better villain. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I think this movie is okay. I don't know if I love this movie as much thinking about it now. Do you... This or Homecoming? I think this is better than... Um, I think this is better than Homecoming for sure. I think this does a lot more of what like Spider-Man is about, you know? Yeah. And like, I think, you know, coming out of like Spider-Verse, which is going to be the new bar, like that's the best Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Um, like when you think about it going forward, uh, it's going to be tough. And I think you have to deal with so much. If Spider-Verse is going to be the dark Knight of Spider-Man, right? Like if that's going to be like what we call like the, the equivalent, like one of the best uses of the character and his, and his villains, like is, you know, what is this Spider-Man going to be? Like, he's never going to be the Raimi Spider-Man, which is like what we all wish MCU Spider-Man could be. You know what I mean? Like Mm. kind of the more classic take on the character with, you know, things that we're familiar, more familiar from with the comics. Like, I, I mean, I think we're getting there though. Yes. Say what you say. Yes. But say what you want. Like, it's just not necessarily the same. Whereas uncle Ben, whereas with great power comes great responsibility. You know, there's other things that are missing from this iteration, which are fine. But, uh, I don't know. I think they're building towards something cool. Like I, I, we also saw that Sony and Marvel are planning on three trilogies of, you know, high school, college and, uh, adult life. Yeah, we'll and, see how that goes. <laughs> and like that to me is just nuts, you know. Yeah. So uh, that means they're definitely going to recast at some point, and uh, they want to do a lot of you know stuff, and they're fine with whatever they're going to do going forward. That's, but th- when you hear that kind of stuff, like it's like, oh man, like, and we're only in you know the second part of the the first trilogy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I think we were talking about this on a, another recent podcast, but like, I think if you count some of the other appearances of Tom Holland in the Avengers movies, like in the, the ones that have already come out and then maybe other crossovers and stuff, like I'm down to see more Tom Holland, but I, I cannot imagine having like six or seven more movies of him alone. That's just way too much. It's so And much. then poor kid, like he's just going to be like, this is his life for the next like 20 years. And like, what is he going to do? Like, yeah. What the fuck? So I don't know. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, all right. I think this, do you think that this movie, like, uh, I think this movie is fine for the MCU. I don't think this movie is like a great Spider-Man movie. That's, that's a, a good way of putting it. Um, I think, you know, one of the, the great things about the the Raimi movies is that it's so separate and that, like, Spider-Man exists alone and nobody else is there. And, like, one of the, the really cool things of, that they've been able to do since Civil War is, like, bring him in naturally in, into this world and um, really be the protege of, of Tony Stark. And, like, I mean, in all the trailers and everything for this one, it's – you really – they're leaning in on, on that absence and, um, you know, spoilers for Endgame, of course, but like, um, and like, I don't know, in some ways I find these films to almost be more of a continuation of like the Iron Man movies. Like think about Spider-Man Homecoming and how like, how Robert Downey Jr. is. Yeah. Yeah. And like this one, even though 
he's not in it, you still have Happy and you still have like, you know, a lot of those. I mean, th- this and we'll, we'll get into it, but like the plot of this movie is directly a result of the things that Tony Stark did in his life. And now Peter is kind of dealing with the the fallout. So like with uh, so without Iron Man, like this movie doesn't happen. You know? No, you're a hundred percent right. Like this movie can only take place within this universe of, of films. That's right. Uh, yeah. What I and like you miss him. I think you do miss him. You because oh, for he's sure. he's such a huge part of it, and that's going to be hard. Like going forward, is how much we do actually really fucking miss him. Um, yeah. I hope that there's a, uh, but I think that there's like more for Spider-Man to do. Like there's a lot more fun things. Um you know, that he can be doing. And this movie, it just feels like it, these, the scenes in this movie feel like SNL sketches. <laughs> like when they're like at a place, like, it's not like, it's like, okay, here's where you are. Here's your characters and scene. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's not like, you know, that they're doing any cool, you know, dramatic or like real and intellectual discussion. Like, it's like, well, I, I mean, I have a theory on that, but I don't want to. I think it's more a, a spoiler talk. Point. Okay. So, so yeah, um, so let's do it. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think it, this is a fun ride. It's a good summer flick, and then uh, it, it definitely sets things up for the MCU moving forward. Um, I, I'm definitely interested to see whatever Spider-Man three will be, and uh, yeah. So spoiler discussion beginning now. It's you know I don't know ten minute mark everybody. Um, so three, two, one. Um, so in direct response to what you were just saying, <laughs> this, mo- this movie is a show. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's Mysterio's show. Like he sets up all these, these moments in, in Europe and like, you're right. It does feel a lot like everything is staged because it is, it's like, he's creating this, this spectacle for people to watch and to root for him. And Spider-Man is just a pawn in his game. That's true. So like, I mean, that makes sense, but you're right. Like, I think the thing about having it with, you know, teenagers, and we have this kind of in, in Homecoming as well, it's like there are all these montages and these fun little things, and they're in Europe, and they're on vacation, and it's like, yeah, it, some of it's just kind of like, but I, I felt, for me, the the movie, like, it, it dragged in the beginning. I really needed it to, like, pick up, and then, like, finally when you get your first scene with Mysterio like it's like okay finally we're here it's like it took a little too long for me to get there um because because of all that like in intercutting stuff with the kids and you know what is he gonna do with MJ and and like I don't know it it just like it's like how many times are we gonna have to go through this (laughs) yes yeah okay so let's get into the plot yeah let's get into the plot so Ooh, look at you. Uh, so essentially, um, now that Tony Stark has passed on, uh, he's given Tony Stark's super cool glasses as he's going on his big trip to uh, Europe. And he's going to go, you've seen in the commercials, they get on the United flight for you know, uh, uh, product placement, and they're now on their way. <laughs> it's, you know, Ned is back. He's hilarious in this movie. Uh he's Betty Brant. You're going to see her in a whole new light. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, then, and you know, there's you have... a whole, this whole thing with the, with the snap and the blip yeah. and everything. So, I mean, that, that's a great beat when they show like the marching band, like they come back in and like, yeah, they play like... it for fun. It's really great. Um, 
but so what is it? It's so if if you were snapped out of existence and brought back into existence, you didn't age at all, right? But if you didn't get snapped, you you grew you up. I mean, we know to... that. So, but like the the one kid, the the kid in their class, like the Brad. Is it Brad? Am I making up his name? Mm, <laughs> yes, his name is Brad. Um. So, but like he's, he's still their age. And he has to uh, yes, still go to the same age class. Like, think about it. Like, did he go to school in the post-apocalypse? Like, did I everyone just go to school? No. So like, he just picks up in like 11th grade five years later when he's like 21. Yeah. Okay. That just that seemed weird to me, but okay, I, I, I I'll I'll buy it. Anyway, so well, yes. Like, he, what would you have? I mean, like, if you didn't have to go to school because half of other people are gone, like maybe you went to a different school. Maybe he went to. You know, Brooklyn school, <laughs> like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he went to Long Island, you know, maybe he's hanging out at Kobach. Who knows what the fuck this guy's up to? I mean, you're probably right. Like if everybody was gone, like, like if everyone, d- if everyone, okay, if half of everybody you knew and think about it where we live, there's so many people, the yeah. population is so dense. There'd be so many people who'd be blipped where we are. Yeah. You know, like you'd be seeing tons of people, you know? So, yeah. So yeah, I could see a school like can be being completely shut down and like their life just like stop it comes to a standstill and you just kind of like i don't know yeah anyway sorry i got hung up on that in the movie no the blip uh, is great the that little (laughs) scene the little movie at the front it's very it's 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 cute but like again it's a snl scene like it's like it's it's a skit it's not like doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> what's happening, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you have to be paying kind of the fuck attention. Um, okay, so then, you know, Peter Parker, he goes on his awesome trip to uh, Europe, and he's hanging out, and he's going to give MJ this cool thingy, and uh, he really wants to give it to her. Um, but unfortunately, uh, he, you know, he's crazy, and Nick Fury shows up, and Nick Fury's been trying to call him, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Nick Fury comes into this movie and it's like, hey, man, how many more Nick Furies are, are there, are there going to be? Like, he did, he's died like 85 times in all these movies. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Yeah. He's always coming back. I, I think it's awesome. Like, but then, like, he he talks to Peter Parker and he turns to him. He's like, you wouldn't get it if it was a Star Wars reference. That's fucking Mace Windu saying that to him. Oh, that's what you were saying? So yes. the line that he says is yes. a Mace Windu line? No, he says you wouldn't get it if it wasn't a Star Wars reference. Samuel L. Jackson is Mace Windu. Okay, you sure. Know? So like the, yeah. d- the, actual, the meta joke is that yeah. here's a, a major Star Wars character in all three prequel movies. <laughs> like fucking, well, I guess in two prequel movies. Let's say that. two. He features heavy in both yeah, episode in two, two and three. Yeah, in two, sure. Um, um yeah i mean it, that's that's the, the the thing is like it's bound to happen i mean he's been he's been a part of this universe since the beginning and the fact that they only really got there <laughs> now is kind of crazy but um yes i mean, so I, I mean I think at would, least they have it really, that way it, you know what would be really cool <laughs> is if they cast somebody else as mace windu in uh the, the mcu universe sure. like what if yeah, they got like great. denzel washington or like uh or you get, I don't know, you get somebody crazy from the 90s who could, like, be... Wesley Snipes. Wesley <laughs> Snipes would be awesome. 
like as somebody in universe who could be that other character and like sure. you could wink at it in some way. I think that would be a cool thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather it this way than them like being like, oh, Star Wars doesn't exist, and like then in like twenty well, years not, there's well, like a crossover. <laughs> well, it does exist. Star Wars does exist, but they don't have the prequels. It doesn't seem like because how could they not. have the prequels? It's Mace Windu. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyway, so they show up at this, like, super secret base that they've been tracking as these, like, storms have been increasing. And boom shakalaka, we got the elementals and Mysterio. Mysterio played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Note note about Jake Gyllenhaal, he was originally going to step in to replace uh, Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 2 after Tobey Maguire got hurt apparently on Seabiscuit, but he really didn't get hurt. His people were just trying to get him more money and in on the back end, similar to like a Michael Keaton deal. And then after a certain period of time, they agreed, and then he came back. So Jake Gyllenhaal never was going to be in a superhero after movie after that. And now here he is back in a Spider-Man movie as one of the most iconic Spider-Man villains, Mysterio. Yeah. Uh, and you have, you know, uh, uh, Quentin, what's his fucking Quentin name? Beck. Quentin Beck. So Quentin right. Beck is pretty iconic for Spider-Man, and I think that they really nailed a lot of the villain aspects of this movie. I agree. I mean, I think the cool thing is that going in, I mean, like, you, we, we as comic book fans um, and who know of Spider-Man from cartoons and everything, like, know that Mysterio is a villain. But they are totally playing him as a good guy in all the trailers and everything. And it's like just waiting for the shoe to drop. And so it's like, that's the thing that to me is like really interesting. You're like, okay, wait, how are they going to do this? Well, like really you have to know nothing about Spider-Man and then you go and you see this and you're like, Oh, well he's really a good guy. And you're like, no, 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 no. Um, so, uh, everybody knew going in, if you know anything about Spider-Man and Mysterio, that something's going to happen. So exactly. So, you know, uh, spite, you know, Mysterio's backstory in the comics, I believe is he was like a special effects guy or like a magician. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, you know, turns to evil and he has this super cool dome helmet and he has a really amazing, uh, costume in this movie. And I think it's just great. Uh, what did you think of the look and, and kind of the, appearance like what how did you feel about the whole thing so i mean i think yeah once we once the the curtain is is drawn back and you realize the way he's putting it like so yeah i mean a there i I have questions about multiverse later but but just like realizing that he's not just wearing the suit and he has these amazing powers and but like the fact that it's like all this projector work and these drones and this technology that they started and teased back in civil war, which is like pretty crazy with also another character from the original Iron Man movie. Like, yeah, that like, again, the, the, the attention is yelled at by Jeff Bridges. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that is like so cool. Um, I think the combination of all these, uh, those ability, like the technology, it makes sense in this world for it to be more based in technology than in magic or anything like that. Um, and yeah, it's all about the illusion in the show. And um, I think one of the coolest sequences in this movie is like, is when um, he really like goes in and attacks Spider-Man in that warehouse. And he's just like, it just like keeps going and like, He's in this. Oh, it felt like a comic book. Like that oh. to me was like that was really cool. Felt like yeah. right out of a page. Like you're yeah. flipping through this really 
dreamlike sequence that he's been putting he puts spider-man in yeah that's awesome and and like i think that was something that really benefited from being on the big screen and just like it was just so colorful and it just kept moving and it you know it, it almost like a little bit of um shades from like doctor strange and in, in ways like how it's got that like fluid quality to it um and like but you know eventually we realize that it, this is all like a trick and uh peter starts to figure out how to you know get around it um i think yeah i think mysterio was really cool i'm glad that um that the elementals were kind of just a show and it wasn't like real villains i think they were kind of whatever they just were were there for some big splashy special effects um yeah but yeah, I mean, I think it's really interesting because this, like I was saying before, um, this plot really hinges on the actions of Tony Stark. And so the fact that Tony, you know, renamed this technology BARF and uh, really shot down everything that Clinton was doing as an employee and eventually got fired. And, you know, this whole other team of people that, uh, disgruntled employees from Stark Enterprises like are like trying to you know get you know recognition in in a different way it, it's like this all happens in in the world in the wake of Tony Stark's life and and Peter's just dragged into it and like this is in a lot of ways is similar to um the the plot of the first movie with Vulture and how he was like you know with the damage control over. stuff and like, yeah, like all that wouldn't, he wouldn't have been the in his of the scenario. Man. Yeah, exactly. So like, I thought that was really interesting, but again, it just feels like a, in a way, just like a, an Iron Man sequel in a way, if you know what I mean. Like it's it, all that continuity has to, to take it's place. Still, it's still Iron Man's villains. Right. Sure. Um, that makes sense. You're right. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think it's it's cool, but um, ultimately, I think the thing that's most interesting is like I, I don't want to get too far ahead, but like the fact that he he's the one that reveals Peter Parker's identity to the world, like that's crazy, yeah. and like <laughs> like in, in this like last ditch effort in in a post credit scene, right, or in a mid credit scene. Yes. Um. So. So now that like we are talking about Mary Jane and Peter Parker, like it's the same kind of deal that, you know, is interesting that like, you know, you see in other times where like Peter Parker has to be someplace and he has to also be Spider-Man. And like, mm -hmm. how are you going to juggle that? How are you going to do that together? So ultimately you have to go and find new shit to do. I also think that, you know, they do, they have a great character with Ned. Cause like in the other movies, like Spider-Man really doesn't have a friend. And Spider-Man kind of should should get to have a friend. And, like, Harry is a friend, but he he's a dick the whole time. And, like, Mary yeah. Jane is a friend, but she's, like, kind of a bitch to him the whole time. And, like, <laughs> you know, he doesn't really have any friends. Like, And then there's times where, like, people are, like, always shitting on Peter Parker. And that's okay. Like, those are, those are always great, you know, heavily conflicted storylines. But yeah. at the same time, like, you know, I, I, I fucking love Ned, man. I think Ned grounds it. I think he had the... His he's really funny, and I I fucking love him. Uh, I love that he's got this whole like romantic arc that begins and ends only on the trip. Like yeah, that's great, fantastic, <laughs> um, genius. 
Um, but yeah, I, I really like Zendaya. Like she, yes, you know, she had way more to do this movie than the last one. Last one, she was kind of like fly on the wall, weird, weird girl. Like she's still weird, but like there's something going on between them, and you know, obviously she's starting to figure things out, and you know, playing with the whole idea of like. Oh, I, I figured everything out, or she knew like one percent of it. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I mean, I think their their plot um, and having him have to reveal to somebody else is a big deal um, in light of especially what happens at the end of the movie uh, with with the big reveal to the world of who he is. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, they have a, a sweet storyline. I think um, you know he's struggling with with the responsibility and struggling with, um, you know, being thrown into this whole shield shield operation and like being away. It's like, it, it, it is way too much of a coincidence. Like if anybody's paying attention, you know, he's Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. That, so now, so you already said it earlier. So like, let's talk about, I mean, I don't know. I think this movie is fine. I'm sorry that we didn't love it. I'm sorry that we're not here to gush about it and tell you that it's the best Spider-Man movie that we ever hear. I mean, we're all hoping for that, right? That's what everyone's hoping with every Spider-Man movie, that it's going to top one of our two, you know, either Spider-Verse or Spider-Man 2, you know? Like, yeah. These are, like, those things just, like, aren't going to happen. Like, this is a fundamentally different Spider-Man. It's not the Marvel people didn't do what they've done for Batman, which is to just constantly reboot him, and it doesn't matter, and it doesn't, nobody has to worry about the recast. We just pick up and we just move on. Whereas mm-hmm. with Sony, like we've done it three times now and every time is so vastly different and it's, it's tough, you know, over the course of 20 years, we had, you know, how many different Batmans, but they're really only like maybe three arcs. You know what I mean? Sure. Cause they were just recast within the same universe. Sure. So like now, like with fucking poor Spidey over here, like they're so worried about us being bored and saying, Oh, uncle Ben again, you know, that they're like, they're afraid to touch and and they don't, they're not going to do anything that's, you know, resembling what we know. So what Mm -hmm. that does mean they can go in new places. I don't think this movie went in new places other than it was like Spider-Man outside of New York, which is kind of cool. And they made it global, but that gets into like the whole like Marvel and like Disney marketing strategy of like if we move these movies outside of New York, uh, we can you know get other tax breaks and you know uh, find places to you know uh, shoot in and make it more global. And like Spider Man is not so super global in my opinion, and this does like do a good job of like making him there like kind of on accident because he he kind of shouldn't be there. Uh, right. And he gets uh, dragged along. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Aunt May is cool. I think Marissa Tomei does a great job, but I don't think that she, like, um, will ever ground Peter Parker in these movies. Like, the only thing that ever grounded Peter Parker in these movies is Iron Man. And, like, now he's so gone. Uh, You know, what? where can they ground him? Yeah. Well, I think that's what's kind of cool about it. Like, you're right. Aunt May is never going to be that. Um, that figure like she was in the original trilogy where she like really inspires all that wisdom. I think she's, she's a really great um, 
uh, caregiver for him, but like I think his role models will continue to be. It's like okay, it's Tony Stark now. Happy, like he has a really great scene with Happy in this movie on the jet after he gets rescued. Like yeah, that was really moving. Need, yeah, but you're right. That's still Iron Man characters. That's sure, not exactly. Spider Man's own shit. And then in, in the beginning of the movie, before it's revealed that uh, Mysterio is a bad guy, like he's starting to look up to him, and like he totally falls for his scheme and everything, and it's really sad but like (laughs) like he was really looking to this guy who's like this cool like you know tech guy with beard that's like a little older that he can relate to and all that and it's like he was trying to fill the void of tony stark and uh unfortunately it it doesn't pan out for him but um it'll be interesting to see where they go from here i mean i think uh Maybe he he doesn't need another mentor figure, and that he can kind of like start to grow up. But um, it'd be interesting to see him kind of, you know, later on be a, a mentor to somebody else. But I think it's still a little early. Um, and um, I don't know. I, I think okay. So here's what I want to talk about. So the the reveals in the trailers of it being the multiverse, like that, like blew my mind. I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I can't believe they just dropped this huge plot point in the trailers. And it was a huge misdirect. Yeah, it's a big misdirect. And I think it was cool that they had the Easter eggs of of it being uh, the 616 universe. Um, But, like, I mean, I, I think there's still a possibility for the multiverse to come into play later in the game, but I feel like we, at least the way I was speculating in my mind was like, okay, so this is how they're going to really start to expand the MCU. They could bring in X-Men this way. They could bring in Fantastic Four this way, blah, blah, blah. And that's not the way they're going at all. Um, I, I think it's, it was probably smart that, that it was a misdirect in the trailer because otherwise it would have been kind of a, a shitty reveal in my opinion. But um, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's cool that they're doing the big Mr. X like Star Wars does. Like, I'm kind of, I'm cool with that now. Uh, I hope that um, in the future uh, um, we we think about that more. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. let's be more, um, let's be more cautious and curious about what they're, what they're doing. Um, okay, let's, uh, all right, so we talked about pretty much the whole movie. Frank, uh, anything else? I'm sorry to keep asking you that. No, no, no. I think um, the last couple things are uh, we need to talk about J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, well, we didn't get to the post credit scenes yet. So, like, okay, 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 okay. So, let's talk about um, the post credit scenes and how that. Which one do you want to do first? That think, one or do no, you want to do the Sam Jackson? You go in order. Um, so, I think that. Uh, okay, so the first um, post credit scene is a continuation of this. Uh, scene where uh, MJ and Spider-Man are swinging through the city of New York. We finally earned him swinging. Ugh. That's what Amy Pascal said. It looked great. They've really made the uh, flying look more awesome. Uh, it's kind of like how they made Superman and Man of Steel look like real again. Like that. That was awesome. Yeah. Um. Then. Uh, and, and I'm excited to see uh, him in Manhattan in like the next Spider-Man movie because that you know they did. They did Queens, and they did all over the world. So, like, let's get him some high-flying shit. Yeah. And it'll be really, really fun. It was. But, yeah, he's with MJ, and she's doing this whole, like, first flight kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
finally they're um you know doing great and they're flying around they stop in front of msg and then all of a sudden mysterio pops up on the big jumbotron ah! and he's up there and in he's trying to figure out um what's going on and he's saying spider-man framed me he killed me he's behind the drones and he manipulated this doctored footage that they put out that you see them doing in the movie mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden who pops up but jk simmons as our brand new mcu J. Jonah jameson who now works for the daily bugle.net holy <laughs> fucking shit that's like it was I mean, the only scene the entire theater clap for the entire movie that is true that is true <laughs> <laughs> but like, like it was like such a surprise it was so cool i mean like to cool. have him back is so like he like he embodies that role like no, he, he's fantastic he's fantastic um but yeah i mean what it means for for peter is like he's now every everybody knows who he is and everyone thinks he's a murderer and he's a bad guy so like that's a huge that's that's basically setting up Spider-Man three, whatever it's going to be. And he's going to have to like, you know, clean, clean his name or, you know, hopefully I don't think he'll be able to retract his uh, secret identity. I think that's out in the world now. Like in the comics, he asks the devil to get his secret identity back. Yeah. I'm sure they'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be crazy? Uh, That would be crazy. Um, I mean, crazier things have happened. Um, but yeah, so that was awesome. And then, so the last post credit scene, you see Nick Fury and Maria Hill driving in the van again, cause that's what they do and their SUVs and then chatting, chatting, chatting. And then it's revealed that they are actually scrolls. One of them is Talos from Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Um, I guess played again by Ben Mendelsohn. And, um, yeah, I don't know who the other one is, but. Uh, his, his wife. His wife, I guess. Um, and then he has to call Nick Fury, the actual Nick Fury, who is somewhere off in space on a vessel with a bunch of other scrolls, and doing a whole Tahiti kind of thing, which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, but like, uh, there there are a lot of implications of of what this means. Um, I mean, I think the first question is like, so how long has? Uh, Talos been acting as Nick Fury. My guess is not that long. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right. I I think that they're going to clean this up. I think that there's a way where they're going to keep Captain Marvel's continuity more fluid and they'll continue to dive back in there and that this will be the plot of the second movie. I'm I'm certain of that. But I'm definitely happy that Marvel has gotten back to major plot thickening post-credit scenes. I think mm-hmm. those are always really fun. I think it definitely sets up a, most of what uh, phase four is going to be about. And we know yeah. who the big, uh, you know, the scrolls are bad guys and they usually get fought, by, get fought by some good guys. And those good guys are a certain team. And I think we're going to see them coming back. Um, so I think that's cool, and yeah, I think that's what they're kind of saying. I think yeah, it's I mean, going to be think, scrolls. It's going to be fantastic for. Well, they also talked about um, uh, that there are Kree sleeper agents on Earth, yep. so they could be te- teeing up the the Kree scroll war. It's interesting though because the scrolls at this point in the MCU are good guys, so I you know it'll be, and and the Kree are mostly bad guys, so it may be 
um, we may, they may continue to keep that that flipped, um, especially in light of Nick Fury and Captain Marvel working with them. Um, I think they may be setting up Sword, the That's true. The, the space organization branch of Shield, pretty much, and that may be what where where Nick Fury is right now. And I, I agree with you. I think he probably was actually on Earth and got snapped out of existence. And then when he got back, he probably, like after the funeral, he probably went off into space and set up Talos as his like Well, there's proxy. no way that he could have been like, you know, being snapped out of existence and then like he wouldn't turn back into a scroll. Like that's right. when scrolls die. Like, so yeah. it only stands to reason that he was, that the real Nick Fury was snapped. Yeah, and that he was at the funeral too. Correct. Like I think that would be kind of shitty. He'd be like, send your your scroll <laughs> to the go to Tony Stark's funeral. Um, so, but yeah, I am. You're right though. I, I am hopeful that that means that they'll bring in Fantastic Four. Um, I can't wait. We'll see. Um, there. I mean, they haven't even we we are like two and a half weeks away from Comic Con, so I feel like they're gonna have to tell us something like. Maybe not Fantastic Four related, but like the next couple of movies, like what's coming out next year, um, because like th- this this is good and it sets up, you know, a bunch of new ideas, sequel to Spider Man, sequel to Captain Marvel. We know there are other things in the works, um, but it, it seems like those things may be sooner rather than later. Yeah. I agree with you, and I think that they're moving faster than I thought we would have, so I'm down. I definitely thought that this post credit scene was going to be a waste of time, but uh, I'm glad that it wasn't. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I'm down to see some more shit. Uh, I don't know. I want Spider-Man to be one of my favorites again, and I think mm-hmm. that they have to they have to earn that. And I think that there's so much more talk that goes on about Spider-Man because he's so much more popular and I don't want this Spider-Man to be homogenized into the MCU. And I mm-hmm. think that they either use this movie to make Spider-Man his own character or uh, going forward, Spider-Man is just another cog in this wheel. And, you know, we have to see what, what Spider-Verse 2 is all about. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it's it's hard because you want him to be like there are there are some scenes here and there that have him being this like quippy fun team but like i think a lot of his arc in this movie is just like i don't know he he just seems stressed and sad and very like you know nervous the whole time and like i want him to be like especially in some of the in the avengers movies like in infinity war and endgame he has some really fun lines as as spider-man that like it would be cool to get back to that because i do think tom holland is and has the potential to be a great Spider-Man and a great Peter Parker. Um, but I, I think he, and I, I also wonder, I was thinking this before, like how much of this film or these, these entries for Spider-Man are really controlled and, and maybe limited by the fact that Sony is involved or is it because the, because I actually think, Studios it's the, is, I think it's the actually yeah. the other way around. Yeah. I think that, uh, they are really in control of what these movies are going to do and what they're going to be. And uh, I, I'm curious to see, you know, what the next steps are. Uh, I hope that, um, you know, they do. I hope they bring Venom in. I'm cool with that. Like I, I like, liked, I like Tom Hardy, like the Tom Hardy Venom. Hmm. Yeah. I'm cool hmm. with that. Why not? Like, I think that there's a, 
I, I don't know. I, I want Spider-Man to be one of my favorites. This wasn't one of them, but it's fine. You're going to like it. And uh, it's a good summer movie. Anything yeah. else? I'm sorry. No, I think that's it. I, 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 I am honestly surprised because we, we came out of it and I felt like you really, really loved it. And so I guess upon like thinking about it a little bit more, um, it, yeah, it hasn't I, sat as well with you. No, I think like I just, I felt different. I think the movie was fun. The movie is, that's what these movies are. They're fun, but they're right. not like, there's nothing real there. And I miss that. And then like, I hope that, you know, they think about that. I hope that the, I hope that Marvel can have more serious movies. You know, I would, if they're not going to have daredevil on TV anymore in the form that it was, Mm -hmm. you know, then I want something of that equivalent too. And Spider-Man definitely has enough of that. Like he did like some angsty brooding in this one, but like, there's like, there's a lot of that. And I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I I, liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I, I maybe liked it more than you. I want to see it again. I know, um, you and I, we wanted to get out and, and see it early uh, when it came out so we could talk about it. Um, but I know I want to see it with Megan. Uh, some of our other friends probably want to see it. Yeah, so, I'm sure we'll um, see this movie again very soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> let's start planning it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, all right. So uh, we th- th- Oh, so we think we're going to talk about Stranger Things. Does anybody want to hear us talk about Stranger Things? Would you like to hear us do an episode where we say, like, what the first episode is about? And then we do another episode where it's the whole episode. We, should we just make one episode? Um, I mean, the real reason is because AJ's watched the whole thing already. I haven't started it yet. So I fucking loved it. <laughs> um, so I I, loved it. if we if we can get together and 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 I can actually watch all of it sooner rather than later, so we don't miss out on the conversation, that would be great because it is a is a great great show. Um, and so yeah. I, I guess that's it. I mean, happy Fourth of July, everybody. I'm glad that uh, <laughs> uh, that that there's so many things to talk about right now. It's it's a good summer, um, and and we're not done. So uh, next weekend, AJ and I and a bunch of the other crew are going upstate to Saratoga Springs to see Dave Matthews and the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're we're doing our our annual exodus. So uh, uh, we we did the Spatcast last year. We'll see. Maybe we, we are inspired. I would to love do it to again. have Spatcast two. I think Spatcast two could be one of the best sequels ever made. <laughs> if <laughs> if it even gets made. <laughs> Return of the Spack. Return of the Spack. Um, yeah. So oh, we'll see. I like that one. That's actually a good one. So I get all these catchphrases. The <laughs> the That's a great one. I like that one. Awesome. It's all in. Right. Um, all right. Thanks, everybody. Um, as always, you can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLH Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and Spotify. Um I see a doggy running down the street, and he doesn't have a, a friend, so I don't know where his friend is. I'm a little nervous. Anyway, um, check out AJ's uh, new Instagram account for his little puppy, Einstein. <laughs> what's what's that tag? Uh, Einstein's words of wisdom. That He's so adorable. Sh- that Shana created because she's amazing. And, uh, you know, we're trying to post hilarious, uh, you know, musings of one Einstein the Golden Doodle. I got him a col- uh, tag today, um, and I put on it, Einstein, world's first time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think that that's going to be great. That's great. Uh, so, yeah, I I don't know. I'm, I'm thrilled. He's great. Check him out there. 
Awesome. Anything I, else, buddy? That's it. I don't know. I'm be- uh, show's coming up soon, but we'll see when they actually get into fruition. I'm working on that. Uh, but, you know, it's all it's all good. You know, it's all Sounds good, good in the hood. Take care, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye.